Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Thursday morning. So, we finally get Chris Jones back. He's doing great things for the team, and he's on the injury report. Well, he'll continue to do the great things. Yeah, he's he didn't, uh, well, I think he practiced only partially yesterday. But really, in all honesty, Mike, this is nothing new. He only played in 16 snaps against the Chicago Bears, and nobody took any notice of it because it was such a blowout, so don't have your regulars in there. But there's another reason. He has a lingering, and by lingering, I'm talking about a number of years now, he's had this groin injury that just doesn't seem to go away, and they don't. They're chronic injuries. And he's a little slowed by one right now, but hey, he'll be there on Sunday night when they play the New York Jets, no question about that. He, Jones is a tough Tough hombre, all pro, does a great job, the ultimate disruptor. He'll be there, but don't look for him to be at quite full speed. wonder if uh, he's going to be doing the sack and if Zach's going to be doing the sack. Well, I think Carl Loftus is the <laughs> one who's going to be doing the sack. <laughs> yeah, give it up to the, the Greek freak who is in what the top, I think it was the top 10 of most defensive uh uh, rushes this season. I mean, he's in the same conversation as Miles Garrett. That's that's saying something for a kid who's in the second year in the NFL, for sure. Um, we got a hell of a Thursday night football tonight. Uh, Lions and Packers always Actually, dandy. this is a pretty good game. This, of course, is a renewal of one of the oldest rivalries in the National Football League, Detroit and Green Bay. Used to be, Mike, many, many years ago that they always played on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That was the Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit. And even some great Green Bay teams that went in there got beaten because, oh, the Detroit fans and the Lions were always psyched. Anyway, that's come to an end. It's the Lions and the Packers. They'll play at Lambeau Field. The game is a virtual pick Detroit is a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Pack, but hey, you can't tell in a game like this. This should be a very good game. Detroit, folks, is vastly improved, as you all know. I think they beat the Chiefs 21-20. Uh, I'd like to see them play again, but that's probably not going to happen unless it's probably it won't happen unless it's postseason play. But the fact is the Lions are playing very well. They take on the Packers, a long-time rivalry. That's tonight. Who eked one out last weekend? We had a, one of our coworkers. She's a big Packers fan. We went up there, took her son for that game, and I'm kind of watching it. Oh, man, I cannot <laughs> believe she went all the way up there for this, right? And then all of a sudden, I can't believe she went all the way up there for this. It just, I mean, it went from, God, I can't believe I drove all this, to I'm so happy I did this. But that's the way pro sports goes. Okay. All right. Let's talk about college sports and more specifically the Spartans. What the hell is going on in Michigan State, man? so bad. Michigan State is going through just evil times here in the last 10 to 15 years. It it is awful. First of all, they had that sordid circumstance in which Dr. Larry Nasser, the apparent gymnastics uh, doctor, uh, was accused and convicted of sexual assault under the guise of a medical examination. This is all so bad. He is in prison probably for life. That wasn't a, It wasn't a life sentence, but it was many, many, many decades. He's in prison there now. And they've had trouble, they being Michigan State, recovering from all this. It got massive publicity over the years during the trial, and as well it should. All right, now it's begun to wane. And what happens? The football coach, Mel Tucker. He's involved in a sexual harassment case, and officially, he had seven days to appeal a suspension and show cause why he shouldn't be fired. 
apparently didn't show cause. According to the Michigan State folks, he was fired yesterday. And end of story, not really, because now Tucker is going to take this case to court. It's going to linger on. He says he's that the allegations are all false, that he didn't do any of what the young lady is accusing him of, and he didn't have a fair hearing or nor a fair trial. So this is going to continue on for quite a while. Mel Tucker was signed a year and a half ago to a 10-year, $95 million contract. $95 million over 10 years. And that has apparently, anyway, been forfeited now. He will is fired, no pay. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> Michigan State is really going through tough times. And all this publicity, you know how they say uh, any news is good news? Well, not really in the college world because that's just going to hurt your recruiting all, at the end of the day. And uh, you can look at some of the other schools that have gone through this and how they have just kind of disappeared. So the Cardinals and Royals each have four games left in the season. Both of them played last night. How are the Royals looking still? <laughs> Royals didn't well actually I said they didn't play well they were behind four to nothing when a torrential rainstorm hit Comerica Park in Detroit and the game now this is they suspend these games it's because it's late in the season and they can pick them up and they have to these teams have to play if at all possible all 162 games so the official said okay we'll suspend it in the fourth inning and complete it tomorrow meaning this afternoon as part of a doubleheader so they'll play those final five innings, assuming that's how it ends. The Tigers are ahead 4 nothing, And then they'll play the regular game after that. Cardinals and the Brewers. And the Cardinals, Mike, I've got to tell you, the Cardinals lineup is really a triple or double A lineup. I, you know, Jordan Walker's in there, and he's doing fine and all that. But I don't recognize a lot of those players who are in there. Why? Because they've been brought up from Memphis and played all season at Memphis. A lot of those guys did not play for the Springfield Cardinals, but here they are competing for positions next year. That's what they're trying to do is oh, solidify some kind of a working agreement. The Cardinals have 10 players, 10 of the regulars, who are out right now and probably not going to come back. And that includes Adam Wainwright, who has pitched his last pitch for the Cardinals. He's not going to pitch at all next week when the Cincinnati Reds are in to close out the season. But he might play. <laughs> Wainwright, in his career in the National League, has been to bat 10 times. And he says the, the one thing he wants to do is get one more at bat. So during the course of these next games, since it doesn't mean anything to the Cardinals, it does to the Reds. They're still in the hunt for a wild card berth, but not to the Cardinals. They may put him in as a pinch hitter or do something like that, but he's not going to pitch. Anyway, the Brewers beat the Cardinals last night. 3-2, came from behind. Cardinals had 2-1. In the ninth inning, with two outs and Walker at bat, and now you're deceived by TV. The coverage is a little bit different. He hit a ball. Oh, he just hit a three-run homer. Well, it died at the wall. <laughs> the left fielder made the catch. A typical Cardinals baseball this year. Anyway, Brewers won a 3-2. They will finish out their a series this afternoon in Milwaukee and then come home and play the Reds for the final weekend in St. Louis. You made a good point. Uh, the smart teams, or at least in my opinion, use this period not as a let's just play it out as a hey, let's, it's a reverse spring training almost. In a sense. In a sense. And that's the smart ones do that, I think. Well, they're giving these guys, who and, and the guys who were up there now were triple A players with the Memphis Redbirds. And they're giving them a shot. Hey, let's see what you can do in the big show. No, not a whole lot of uh, time remaining and no, these are not definitive games, but they are big league games, mm -hmm. and it's a big league park. Let's see how you behave. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. 
Uh, we had the Texas League Championship last night. Of course, Springfield Cardinals not in it, but who was the winner? The Amarillo Sod Poodles. They are the Texas League champions, knocked off and in a big way. The Arkansas Travelers in the third and final game of that best of three series, 9-1. to one. Amarillo won it, playing in Amarillo. And I'm sure there was a big celebration after that, too. But the Amarillo Sod Poodles are the Texas League champions for 2023. Last but not least, we've got one hell of a golf tournament going on, Team USA versus Europe. Europe. Mm -hmm. And how's Team USA going to kick things off? Well, they are the underdog, and the competition begins very early tomorrow morning. Now, that's midnight, beyond midnight tonight here. They're playing at Marco Simone Golf Club, which is just outside Rome, and it is a very fancy golf club. First time the Ryder Cup has ever been held in Italy. Used to be, Mike, many years. The Ryder Cup was established as a USA versus England golf matchup. Well, that was England never won. USA was always winner. So they expanded it to having the European All-Stars. So that's what it is, the USA versus Europe. And it begins at 1.30 a.m. 1.30 a.m. Now, there's some people who are still rolling in at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> but that's when the competition in Italy, there's a seven-hour difference, and that's when it starts. And that's when the TV coverage begins here in the United States. The USA is the underdog going into this Ryder Cup match. The European European team is very interesting, Mike, because many of their players, uh, you know, Rory McIlroy and people like that, live in this country. Mm-hmm. But they're playing for the their nation. McIlroy, of course, being Northern Ireland. And uh, Rom, the big kid from Arizona State, he's Spain, so he's playing for them. It's it's really kind of a unique setup. Um, they don't do it like they do at the Olympics, where they'll do the replay later on in the day, like at a certain... N-O. Wow. So <laughs> now, now, what they do... Now, keep in mind, there are two rounds. Yeah. So the first round starts at 1.30. It'll probably end 7 or 8 tomorrow morning. Then the second round begins, and that will be seen by many more people. Yeah, but that's um, that's crazy. <laughs> what, I mean, but hey, it, it proves my point. If you're getting back from the bar at 1.30 in the morning, you're having trouble sleeping, put that Ryder Cup on, you'll be out in five minutes, Ned. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>